mighty senses tingling. <laughs> Hello. Future director of the Avengers, Sloss Whedon, in the house. <laughs> that doesn't. Even... No, <laughs> no. That's a veto. Welcome to a very special episode. Buffy Keg. Woo. You've yeah. all clamored. You can woo if you want. Yeah. I'm gonna woo who, who exactly has been clamoring besides the two people doing the show? That's what <laughs> I want to know. The people we out have, there. Uh, We're two thirds of the listening population. <laughs> so. Big show. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Paper Keg. You know, we talk about industry news. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. The books you're reading. <laughs> we do a book club, and then your letters to to round out the show. It's a pretty uh, action packed show. It is action packed, absolutely. Full package. Um, total package. <laughs> I was uh, I was a little late coming here today. I was uh, winterizing my pool, ladies. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> That's what you get right here. So now we have nothing to come over. Dale is a in. catch. <laughs> uh, this week's book you know club that. is Buffy. Uh, You're not coming season over anyway. Eight is it? Yes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I don't have my contacts in. The Long Way Home by the Joss Whedon. You know the Whedonites. You know they're all over. Yeah. Um, they love their Firefly. Our Serenity. And their mm, their yeah. brown coats. Yep. Yep. You know, they're Han Solo. Brown coats? Brown coats. They said brown brand coats. Um, brown coats. So let's go around the room, you know, introduce our illustrious panel. <laughs> we have two very special guests. They are female. I don't want to alarm you. Don't turn off the podcast yet. Please. You know, give them a shot. <laughs> Lady keg. Um, to my left, he looks great. He wore a chauffeur hat today. Looks Internet good. bad boy. Dale, thanks for being here. It's good to be here. Yeah. Thank you, uh, super fan, for hosting this shindig. That's no right. Problem. We are here with uh, super fan Beth Corto. She's been with us since whenever I started talking asked about her me. to listen to the yeah. show. Yeah, she's probably our number one fan. Thanks for being here, Beth. No problem. Thanks so we for sol- down. we solicited Beth. She's pretty much been since that day. She's been converting converting the MP3s into CDs to listen to her car. Yeah, that's hardcore. Yeah. That is fan. Wow. That's fandom. I have a long commute. I need need good paper cake. B underscore Corto on the Twitter, if you want to follow her, you know, her adventures. Since so she's on vacation like every other day. Yeah. So she's got a lot to talk about. Um, we have another female in the studio. Yeah. Uh, this studio is like a hundred years old, and nine thousand degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> Uh, she's a female. She is none other than Mary Sale. Wow. On the Twitter. Well, new podcast, new name. Yeah. yeah. Comics podcast alum. Yeah, yeah, she was in the old podcast. Yeah. I had to assume a new identity for this podcast. Um, used to talk about books that nobody cared about. Oh, until my husband brought them up, and then all of a sudden, it's I, the greatest thing the, you ever heard of. The sword is the pretty sword. great, and I'm very glad yeah. your husband brought it up. Lock and Key. Remember when Dave told us about Lock and Key? That book yeah, was great. That is correct. Uh, yeah. Mary Sale is married to just Dave. Yeah, the the, the our so favorite fifth host. Who's ever uh, doing the wiki at home can put the pieces together. Last but not least, Jonesy loves beer. Sitting in the sun in this studio, yeah. he could die by the end of the episode from heat stroke. Place your bets now. Um, yeah. he's been called your mother's favorite <laughs> local writer. He's my favorite local writer. He's not published yet. He's working on it. You know, he's working hard. You know, maybe by 2015 we'll have issue one. Thanks for being here, Jonesy. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you for having me. 
You know, so I don't want to take Feats' covers away from the world right. to work on our book. Good. Thank yeah. you for that. That's a good gesture. No Feats knocks it out of the park with these covers. This is the biggest show we've ever done in terms of Buffy. In terms of staff yeah. on a microphone, yes. A lot of people. F- uh, how many people were here? Five? Five people. That's a lot. You know? A lot of people. We had to get an upgraded board. It's hard to count. I had, microphone. Yeah. I had to fact. I had to like email away for this thing, mm-hmm. you know, on the Amazon. What kind of what's happening in the news today, uh, Dale? Anything exciting? Something uh, big that really is a thorn in my side. Really gets my eats my crow stones. Kind of what you got stones? stones? Does it give you a lot of gumption? Marns and nobles. <laughs> Did you say Marns and Nobles? Yeah, Marns he totally did. They are yanking Marns and physical books off of the shelf in a some sort of pouty hissy fit because they can't sell those books digitally thanks to Amazon Kindle Fire. Oh, really? Your That's thoughts, business. Your thoughts, Beth Corto, super fan. Well, I don't actually buy books ever, so... That doesn't usually really get them like secondhand. Yeah, I like, I like the secondhand. Off. I like to support the mom and pop shops. So. Say you were doing a comic book podcast. Yeah, okay. You so you guys like buy the ones at yes. the store? Yeah. Well, Barnes & Noble, it's all in the business. They're fighting back, trying to get somebody to actually give them something they can sell. And care about them? Yeah, I still don't care about them, but it makes sense <laughs> to pull it off the shelf. <laughs> they got Starbucks right in the... Uh, yeah, delicious, delicious coffee, free Wi-Fi, better than my house, you know. Mm. Yeah. Jonesy, your thoughts on not being able to buy Watchmen you know, digitally unless you get a Kindle Fire? Here's what I think about Barnes & Noble's uh, from the hip reaction right. to the exclusivity agreement. You know, Barnes & Noble's touted for a long time that, hey, we sell graphic novels. We're friendly to the comics industry. You know, we're going to be an outlet. That's right. Pump it up for the, you know, the normal Joe to come off the street and buy a comic. And now they don't like that the digital marketplace they're getting encroached on. So they're going to yank out and strike back at the comic book industry as a whole? I mean, are they, are they still going to sell image graphic novels? They still going to sell. Image graphic novels? I, know, I know Bars and Nobles is big into the manga. Yeah. Man- yeah. Manga? Shelves. Nah. Shelf space. Yeah. Devoted so to there's stuff. like 70,000 volumes that goes on there. But no, my wife likes to go to Bars and Nobles, and I always go, yeah, I'll go too. So I can kind of surreptitiously. Sneak away to the graphic novel section, and you know if I don't have that in my life anymore, it might destroy my marriage. So Barnes and Nobles, please. The cons- the conspiracy theorist in me, it's it's just like it, it's the start of something that could get way bigger and way uglier. When you can't walk into a bookstore and buy the book that you're looking for because they choose not to sell it. Well, they choose not to sell a lot of things. It's you have to put out what people are actually going to buy, and yeah, people buy the paper trades there. I'm one of them, but... Do you think they're selling the book that you showed us that you got in, like... Where did you get that sexy book that's on <laughs> the, the coffee uh, table? In the middle of Kansas. Worst state she in the She has Indian. some kind of weird, funky book where it's just, yeah. like, naked people. It is pornography. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's probably well, illegal in most states. Except I think Kansas. They, uh, at least in the South. <laughs> they release single pages in Penthouse Monthly, and that's a collective Everything's edition. legal in Kansas. You know, pretty hot. Pretty hot. This argument does belay the fact that people are really... They're not giving you digital factoids about what's selling and, and how many issues of comics are selling. They're, you know, I always go back to the tried and true. Jim Lee did that um, uh, yeah. that demonstration at that panel where he's like, you know, think of a book as a revenue stream and think of a single page as the digital component of that revenue. But if they're going to pull physical books off because of a digital battle, then 
digital must be worth some kind of amount of money you for that reaction. You know who loses? The reader. And Absolutely. The, reader. the reader loses, exactly. Do you know who might benefit from that, though? No one. Local comic book shops? No. You don't oh, think I people know. might actually think about, well, if I can't get That's it to Barnes & Noble, maybe know. I'll have to visit my local shop, I don't know maybe I'll find more comics I th- that I didn't know about before. Maybe, but I think the person that goes to Barnes & Noble to get comic shops isn't the person that's going to go to a comic shop. Right, and you got to think or to get comic books isn't one that's going to walk were, into. Well, if they got interested because of Barnes and Noble, and now yeah. they can't find it, and they want to find it somewhere else, they're either probably going to go on Amazon and find it, or they might actually try to find some place that's local. I like your style, Mary. I Sup- didn't think Sup- of that. Super fan Beth Gordo, what do you think of comic shops? Would you ever walk into one? Yeah, you're, you're kind of a uh, a newer newer to the business. Yeah. yeah. Um, She's got plants in her house. I, I mean. do. I've got a lot of plants. I Obviously. I tend to more whenever I go into a bookshop now, like the used ones that I frequent in Kansas, I look <laughs> for the comic shop, the the comic section of the used bookstore because you find amazing covers that you don't see at Barnes and Noble. You don't see it. Well, Borders is dead now, but you Some don't piece. see them at the big box bookstores. Yeah. And big box. So I do. I'm looking for it at my local comic shop now. I think it's a couple of blocks away. <laughs> Probably start walking there, but yeah. Beth Cortho, uh, you bring up a good point, Cortho, Cortho, um, <laughs> That you know, maybe in Kansas, the only person's uh, or some person's ability to get comics might be limited by a Barnes and Noble. Yeah, maybe yeah. they live in a, in a place where the comic book shop is seventy miles away, but the Barnes and Noble is only ten. Right now, they can only get a part of the content because you know they refuse to stock the books on their shelves. And that sort of so. drives people. I mean, that would drive me to go to Amazon if that were the case. Right. I'm not, I may not buy a Kindle Fire, but I'm going to go to Amazon to get the paper trade for right. cheaper than you get it at Barnes & Noble. It's, it's kind of like a D move, I think. I don't know. This is a D move. You know, we're running out of time. I'm not going to lie to you. We're, we're running, running out of tape. Out of tape. We need to get into the books. You're biting the hands that feeds we're not, we and don't Noble. have a second news. Do we? Some, we? Some, do we? Oh, want to well, uh, Paper Cake's headed to oh, NYCC. Yeah. Yeah. Shameless plug. You gotta, you gotta remember that. We'll all be there. You know, maybe not super fan Beth Corto. She'll oh. be, you know, giving into her alcoholism in some other state. There's a party bus. Had to do it. Enough said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My Christopher Walken hair will be back for that day only. So if you <laughs> want to take pictures with me, it will be fully quaffed and ready for posing. And a potential penny bouncing off of it, so I invite you to please see me in NYCC and snap a pic you gonna be for your bla- Facebook. You can be wearing a blazer. I will have my blazer. I, I, had, I had it pressed and dry cleaned. Oh, Did you find your blazer, Slim? Uh, I have a plaid blazer oh, that I'm not sure God. if Big NYCC shot. is ready. Big shot. I'm not sure the world is ready so for that. When you like, you're, are you like a special kind of uh, hipster when you wear that blazer? I'm like, like an ironic hipster. Like a hipster to the second power. You gotta grow yeah. a creepy mustache for that too? I wish. If I could grow a mustache, I would have it all the time. I would have a Hogan mustache. Nice. Mutton chops? No, no mutton chops. Uh, I'm kinda not big on the chops. For your wife's sake. I don't I'm know who that baby is, but baby he's upset about your mustache growing. <laughs> yeah. Uh who wants to start off the round table in the books? I'm looking in Jonesy's direction. All right, I will do Invincible issue eighty three. Mm-hmm. Another talky talk issue by Kirkman. You know, I, I love Invincible. I still stand by the fact that it's the best superhero book on the shelves, hands down. But uh, this arc is really drawing out the process where we know that Invincible will step down from his role as hero. In this issue, you know, he finds out about the Reanimen that were made from the corpses of all the. Um, uh, is it, how how is that a spoiler? It's the first page. 
<laughs> it can't be a spoiler. I didn't spoil the ending. I've only read like the first ten so trades. Of I don't really care. They came out years ago. Yeah, I know. I'm totally behind. Man, so okay why do we it. do shows together, Mary? We're not gonna <sighs> fight. She's too busy reading Lock and Key. <laughs> uh, when I have my special episode, right. it's gonna be the Lock and Key gag. So anyway, <laughs> back to Invincible. Um, so uh, you know, Kirkman sets up a lot of you know he slow plays a lot of stuff when he does his filler arcs. Um, and he's really slow playing the, you know, Invincible left for the Vitramite War. And in the interim, the um, Guardians of the Globe have really stepped up their game. And they're, you know, they can handle things without him. Um, the Reanimen, you know, he kind of has a reaction. Well, well good. Maybe I, I'm not as needed because there's these government-controlled me's out there to save everybody. And you kind of get the feeling when Invincible, or when this issue closes, that... It's not far off where he'll be like, maybe I want to, you know, start a family with Adam Eve, and maybe I want to hang up the costume for good. So, I just hope this is the last issue of this kind of filler mm-hmm. mood that he's in, and he gets back into some action. I don't want to start a family with Adam Eve. No, I, I would start a family with Adam Eve. She's put on a few pounds in the most recent issues. Yeah. Have, have you? Are you up to date on More the Invincible? For the push- um, no, I am yeah. not. My God. I will be. This is the. I think this is what was teased where the Black Invincible starts, right. but. Uh, wasn't he supposed That's to take Spider-Man, over by 2010? So. Huh. Spider-Man. 2010 he he would be? Uh, they're a little late on, on the change. Oh, 2011 is almost over. No, 2010 I think was... No, no, you're right. Picture My War was the 2010 phase. Um, I would love to I, get... You know, since we're put that on about, my wiki. Since we're talking about black characters, I'd love to get the thoughts of one Mark Farrington, but he thinks he's bigger than the show. Mm-hmm. Broke my you heart. Know? Broke we my were heart. excited he's to have a former DC historian come to the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, to meet Beth Corto. Remember when b- just Beth just kept talking about it? Yeah, Mark she was excited. Mark yeah. was going to be here in spirit. He wasn't going to be on the show. But he's not even really going to listen to this, let's be honest. No, he's not going to. Uh, so she thought it was so great that he's going to come just to you know yeah. eat and hang out and she big spend friends. time and bond and be- become friends with one another. High and five. Then, um, I'm crying right he now, He said, Mark. you crying. know, guys, uh, I have a cold. Uh, and two tickets to this beer tasting. So, <laughs> you know, I'm, not, I'm just not going to make it. Let's uh, continue on. With one at Mary Sale. Trend. What are you reading right now, Mary Sale? Uh, uh, my book for this week is Walking Dead, number 89. Hmm. Read it. Pick the zombie book. Big surprise. Shocker, huh? That's yeah. a Kirkman doubleheader right there. You picked yeah. the zombie book? I, I know, didn't right? think you like zombies. Oh, so I weird. only thought you liked the zombies from 28 Days Later. You oh, are to zombies as Beth Johnson. Corto is to hardcore sex comics. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, <laughs> extreme enthusiast is what you're saying? Gotta know what you like. Gotta know what you like. Don't so, what's shocked. happening in uh, Walking Dead, even though I already read it? You already read it? Yeah, That's I did. Good. Um, currently in The Walking Dead. The residents of the town that. Oh, recognize spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> the residents of the town that Rick and the gang came to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apparently, there's a little bit of an uprising occurring. Someone Uh-oh. doesn't really like the fact that Rick is coming to take over, and Glenn happens to overhear the plans and starts to freak out, runs back, and gets Maggie and the girl. I can't remember what her name is off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, and they go to his house to kill Glenn so that he won't tell Rick what's going on. And then wow. the whole thing kind of blows up, and Exclusive. his, you know backers who were coming in on it with him were like well i didn't think this was going to happen this soon and it turns into a whole thing and then the last page 
Rick is just kind of lays down the law. <laughs> you're do you, not. Do you, you're really gonna take over? I think the art is law. like, I don't know. It's getting kind of rubbery. Mm. Do you remember how he started out um, on The Walking Dead and it was kind of like gritty and yeah. more pencily? Now his art, his art's like everyone kind of blends together a little bit. Yeah, you know? I've noticed that going through the entire series. There have been some characters that have come and gone that. Like I can't even I don't even know who half the people are anymore. Yeah. To be it's honest. hard to tell. A lot of them look so similar and to some detriment that's the black and white comic fault because mm. it's kinda hard to unless you give everybody a really crazy look. But James a baby I, yeah, his, next door is just his, crazy. um, um the, I don't know, his his style tr- has like changed so subtly, but it's just I don't know. Is yeah. anyone else reading Walking Dead now? I'm so far behind on Walking Dead that uh, it's not even funny. You don't I have time. I buy it every week. You're I'm a father. father. Yeah, I'm a father like you. Yeah. But um, I still buy it because I still love it, but um, I'm far behind. I don't, I'll I don't know. If, do you think uh, you, you'll still be interested in Walking Dead in another, like, 25 issues? I don't know. I mean, like... The whole premise of a whole zombie apocalypse is everyone dies. Everyone is going to die. Right. And the fact that these people have stayed, these this core group of people have stayed alive this long is awful. Kind right. of ridiculous. Like, th- well, they're surviving. No, I totally appreciate that. But the fact that they're still alive is kind of like a slap in the face of the whole zombie genre. Everyone dies. Like, you look at the movie twenty or not twenty days later. Oh well, there's zombies a zombie genre. Mm-hmm. Um, About the Day of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. For the, the audience, newer Dawn of the Dead. Like she the stopped and looked directly at me when she said that. Because you're starting to Jensi, it looked like you had a few ideas on this. Yeah, uh, how long has this zombie apocalypse supposedly been going on? Months? Mm. See, I wish Picorto's uh, doctor roommate was still here. She the human body, her medical the human body does, how long does it take for a human body to decay? A couple weeks? Depends on the environment. Ballpark? Absolutely. Plus, Depends if they've been... Well, yeah. You could I be mean, in the humidity. desert and like stay a or corpse in, forever. But or in the, the froze if when they freeze in the, in, so the, in the winter. So with the zombies at this point, you know, why is the apocalypse still going on? Like this is the longest oh, eighty ninety saying. issue apocalypse. So the zombies should have decomposed by now. Yeah, unless uh, the, like, some of them have, but not all of them. Are, are new people dying? Are people like having yeah. children that grow up and then become zombies that keep sustaining this apocalypse? No, I but just, you think you about know, it. There's still sur- if there's still survivors that are becoming zombies. zombies yeah, it's still it's perpetuating like a, it. It's, a, it's cyclical. So at one point, does Kirkman say, you know, I can't just, you know, no, we can't expect everybody to keep putting their disbelief aside at this point. Plus, because if it. you continue to travel north and you get winters where the people, the zombies freeze and then they thaw out in the summer, then they come back again. And see no man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Super fan Beth Corto, welcome back hey. for the first time ever on this show. <laughs> it's good to be back. Um, <laughs> what are you reading? You know, you're, you're in, you're new into the weekly reading, so to speak. I you am. know, I lent you a bunch of Invincible Trades back in the day. I read them uh-huh. back in the day. Um, day Tripper. I bought right? it back in the day. Yeah. What are you reading right now? So I totally <laughs> bought this book based on the cover, which features two very naked people in an embrace. Of course. But it's uh, Blood, a Tale Blood by Dematis. It's volume two. And I also bought it for the art. I flipped through it. It's all watercolor, all very dreamy, dreamscape. And the whole premise is that this king is dying. And he has a dream while his queen wife um, 
has her way with him. Oh God! Yeah, it's yes. it's Heavens. not Tell for children. More. Not for children. Tell me more. Nineteen eighty-seven. Good. You're gonna year. have to ask the Rushy to leave the room. <laughs> Continue. You want to be alone with the book for a little <laughs> bit. Um, and so in his dreams, some some guy is telling him a story about the, this vampire origin myth. I thought, you were, I thought you were gonna say vampire orgy in my life. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, there there is definitely potential for an orgy in there. Um, there, yeah, there might have been the arts a little. It's a little watery. That's the problem with it watercolor. It is very watery. A little, little. Can we subtitle smashing. Buffy Keg as orgy potential? Orgy potential? <laughs> Absolutely not. Sure, sure. Absolutely That's not. A, can't what play this at a comic book store. No, you There's cannot. You cannot. No, no. But it was. I liked it. It was a little, a little annoying at some parts, just because the. The vampires, they talk in that nobody has a name. There's the, the man, there's the the woman, and then there's it, which is this terrifying clown child thing. Ugh. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. But if I find it again, this is volume two. I probably should have read volume wow. one first. <laughs> if I find it again, I would I would pick up hmm. pick up another one. Get the full check it out. Maybe get it on Amazon. Maybe get it Barnes and Noble. <sighs> Amazon. Look for it on Amazon Kansas. Epic Comics. Yeah. Back to Kansas. Um, Does that even exist? I'm interested. You know, I, I paged through it on our coffee table. There was a lot of female parts. You know, that, we love, that we don't love even get showed on Skinamax. We love the non-mainstream books. Sure. Beth, so that's yeah. awesome. Thanks, Beth. No problem. Um, so I can just take that with me when I go, or yeah, um, I'll plastic bag it for you. So you know, I okay. get it back in good condition. Can I run off some photocopies Give before some I leave? Gloves. Uh, let's change gears. You know, there was some sex in the book that I read too. Hmm. Off panel. Shocking. Um, Penguin, Pain, and Prejudice, my pick of the week. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. That's a lot of peas. Yeah. That's a lot it's of a mini series. Alliteration. Alliteration. Is this Alliteration the Penguin? Yes. This is uh, not part of the new 52, but it came out as a limited, you know, this month. This week, in fact, Jonesy is looking to double check on his app right no, now. No, no, no. Please, go ahead. Um, so, pain, Penguin, Pain, and Prejudice... Um, pain one, pain and pain. There's a lot of popping going on. Right <laughs> Sorry, um, it's pretty much like it retells the origin of the penguin, uh, almost told in his eyes. You mm-hmm. know, he was he was born and was pretty much just hideous. You know, he's got that like like me big nose. Um, you know, his father was disgusted with him, dropped him oh, after he saw his face. Yeah, um, his mother, of course, still loved him, but it showed his horrible upbringing as you know a little baby penguin, child penguin. Teenage. I was going to say, little baby penguins are cute. Yeah. Did you penguin. cry at all during this? Interview? I did not cry. Did I tried. You, I tried did you to well cry. up? Because your wife is here. I will double check with no, her. I, she was not with me when I read it. Um, so it tells the story of you know why he is the way he is. And I don't. I've never really read a penguin story that was at all interesting. But this is pretty interesting and tells why he's kind of a J off now. I think Danny DeVito ruined that for everybody. I think so too. Um, but it shows, you know, him, his dealings in the underworld and how vicious he can be with someone, you know, that accidentally bumps into him. Um, and then there's a special guest appearance by, by Batman. Character. I'm not going to say. As a Batman? Spoilers. You and your non-spoilers. His name sounds like... Catman? Batman. <laughs> um, so Catman shows but up. But it's a limited series. <laughs> I, hi- I, I highly recommend it. That's it. That's all I got, all right? Wow. So, I, I saw that on the shelf at the LCS and... Uh, I saw it was a number one, the comic which shop. is weird because I didn't expect anything superhero-ish other than the new 52 for a, for yeah, a while. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of limiteds that are coming out now. The Huntress is one. Oh. I didn't like that one so much. I remember reading a Huntress book when I was younger that I think my brother had. 
Um, and it showed, I think, the Huntress and Batman knocking boots. Good. So Isn't like that his, his ba- daughter? Uh, maybe. No. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't Batman and <laughs> Huntress. <laughs> maybe, sorry, maybe it was a different kind of book I was reading. I don't know. Fanfic. Did you find it in Kansas? <laughs> Fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> Dale, uh, podcast bad boy. Um, what was the other? Oh, Internet Pariah. Whoa. Wow. That's yeah. new. That's that, was, new. that was a new one. I like that appreciate one. appreciate that, though. Sure. You know? Yeah, it's out of love. It is. What are you reading right now? Well, you know, you guys have been listening to me go on about DC books for probably the past month or oh, so. Oh, God. Too so long, I decided it seems to, like. Uh, switch it up a little bit and uh, bring up the closing down of the schisming, hmm. X-Men schism. Chinko of Chink... Chinkway <laughs> of Chinkway. Take it easy right now, all right? <laughs> we don't need to pariah against any kind of... You know, minorities in this town. <laughs> Let's just relax. How is Skizzle? Um, <laughs> by saying the number five in another language, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, X-Men Schism number five was a total kind of letdown to me, for me. Oh, really? Um, yeah, from everything from the art to just the way it panned out. Let's take it the, easy the way here. Right? Let's take it easy That's here on the art. Boy. Uh, Adam Kubert, all right? Continue. Um, so, Cyclops, Wolverine duking it out for uh, most of the issue and there's a big 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 action scene the whole comic book was basically an action scene and they're fighting the sentinel in utopia the um, huge sentinel set loose by the new baby hellfire club and then they're fighting each other they're fighting the sentinel and the little ex kids come out and help defeat the sentinel and then you sound, some bo- of, you sound bored just talking Some of the about ex-kids it. go with Wolverine, and some of the ex-kids stay with Cyclops. Yeah. It was really just weird. I didn't... I just thought it was going to be more epic, and I was going to be heartbroken that... More grandiose? Yeah, more grandiose. It's yeah. a word of the episode. It's not a word. Uh, grandiose. No, no, still not a word. No? Nope. And... Good luck, though. Someone check it out. Grandiose? I don't know. Did, yeah. did anybody else read it? I just I read it. The I only, did. The only thing I didn't like, I actually, I like the art in the issue. I know Slim's going to want to say that. But uh, the only thing that I didn't like was at the end of the issue when you're hearing their conversation off panel. What are you shaking your head at? Mary, just continue you're, you're speaking. Dead to me. Continue. Um, Cyclops just kind of like, they had this huge fight, you know, faces were blown off. But at the end, they're kind of like, we're still kind of cool. And if you ever want to come back, you can just, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah, the slate's exactly. clean. You know, you can do your own thing, but if you want to come back to the X-Men team, we'll still be buds. Like, I was expecting, like, to them, be like a permanent animosity between Cyclops right. and Wolverine now. Um, that, I think that's what I was expecting. I did I read this that. issue. The first three quarters were fantastically drawn. The last quarter... Yeah, and that was the, the quarter that mattered. That, um, really. I don't know what his deal was. Adam Kubert, the, the first... Three quarters is great. He had five months to draw this because they had other artists on the other right. four issues. And in the last quarter, it was like he literally had to do it in a day. Mm. Was I was reading a, or listening rather to a rival podcast. It's where not a the, rival. Where the host uh, made some podcast. similar comments. <laughs> Companion podcast. <laughs> um, did any of the girls read this? You know, this is this is a big with a female audience, the schism. Schismening. No. Nah. Did you read an indie version? Of this, maybe zombie schism, where the the main characters have sex. I've I've heard you guys talk about it before. Yeah, 
that's all yeah, I got. That's, yeah. Um, Ooh, yeah, well, I did... Uh, it's leading into Regenesis as a one-shot, which talks about the formation of the teams. And then uh, Wolverine and the X-Men starts uh, next month. And I saw that um, they went back to Wolverine and the X-Kids... I'm going to keep calling it that because I'm going to be mean-spirited. Oh, right. uh, they show back up at the X-Mansion that's mm. demolished, and it looks like they're probably going to be rebuilding it at some point. Yeah. But I'm just afraid moving forward that it's going to be more like two separate teams of the new... It's going to be like Young Avengers, Wolverine and the Young X-Men. He's got some... He's got Iceman on the yeah, team. he's got Iceman. Uh, uh, Kitty Pride. Were they all in that? Oh, I didn't see them on the Blackbird. Yeah, Night, I think Nightcrawler is on. Nightcrawler's on X Force. I saw I saw some Nightcrawler babies in in some previews for Wolverine the X Men that I saw. So I I mean I, I got high hopes for the book. I mean Bachelo is on that. You can't beat Bachelo. You cannot beat Bachelo. Uh, I got news for you and everyone. Oh my God, we're running out of time. We got to hit <laughs> the <laughs> lightning round. Uh, who started off? Was it Jonesy? That was I. Jonesy, tell us what the lightning round is and why it's so awesome. The lightning round is the groundbreaking uh, segment where each host takes two sentences, and two sentences only, Dale. Or less. To describe a book they're reading this week, and I shall begin. Do you have an, uh, a sound effect? Uh, well, it's under protest <laughs> by listeners, uh, copyright <laughs> infringement, but I will play it till the uh, lawsuit's resolved. <laughs> This is my favorite segment. Yeah. Uh, Animal Man number two. Jeff Lemire should write the comic book of my heart. Mm. <laughs> Second I? sentence. <laughs> if you're not reading Animal Man number two, it's obvious you don't like comic books or life. Wow. I like how life. I like how Jesse's telling the story. His, his neck just extends <laughs> higher into midair. He's like, it's like a giraffe. He's like an animatronic... Pres- Hall of Presidents. Yes, he's Abraham that is Lincoln. how I describe the issue, not at all, in that uh, lightning <laughs> round. <laughs> uh, at Mary Sale. Hi. Um, does anyone have a guess of what Mary Sale's book is going to be? Zombies, <laughs> vampires, or porn? All right, let's see. Let's see what it is, Mary Sale. Um, I, Zombie. No, I'm I, actually behind on that, unfortunately. <laughs> it's a good book. Um, my pick is uh, The Guild, mm. One Shot Clara mm. by Felicia Day and Kim Evie, art by Ron Chan. Um, I would have to say <laughs> this book is not awesome, but you should watch the web series. Oh, that's a shame. That is a shame. Is that two sentences? You got another sentence? She can su- She can just do one. Okay. Brevity. I've seen maybe an episode of The Guild, and I'm sad to say it had Will Wheaton in it. Oh, you watched a later episode. Awful. I Gross. like Will Wheaton. Oh, God. And Chris Hardwick. I'm get about her, to be kicked off the show. I like the Nerdist. He does some good interviews. Um, oh lightning show round. First ever go. lightning round for super fan Beth Corto. Let's do this. Amazing. I'm yeah. ready to hear it. Give it to us. Sweet Tooth. 26. Nice. <laughs> I love Jeff Lemire, especially when he goes vintage. This uh-huh. one is 1911. Whoa. Ships, <laughs> Alaska, just just do it. A lot, a lot of semicolons. A lot of hyphens and semicolons <laughs> in that sentence. But only one period. Just do it. Just do it. Maybe some ellipses. Yeah. It's oh, okay. Yeah. I read that on the train down here. It was awesome. Mm. Yeah. Old man Logan, 
the collection digitally. Oh, yeah. Is this the best Wolverine story ever told by man? Yes. You decide. It is. Wow. Let's get into Buffy Keg. Did Dale, Dale doesn't not get, get a lightning round pick? <laughs> just, just edit me out of the whole episode, please. Everything's so disjointed. Dale, uh, internet pariah, I'm sorry. Um, I wasn't used to you sitting next to me not wearing <laughs> slippers. I love when Dale gets made on the show because he taps his iPad h- harder. He's like, <laughs> just, just start moving Dale, around. Dale, some... what are you lightning rounding? Sentinel, number one, inspired by the X-Men schisming, I went back to read it. I remember this book. Never heard of it. I suggest you read this book, comma, slim. Oh, directly at me. Maybe I should. Uh that was the book where the the boy who's kind of like a mechanical genius finds the broken sentinel in the yeah. woods and repairs it and they become like gigantor yeah it was gigantor, like gigantor gigantor <laughs> bigger than big taller <laughs> than tall okay we all remember right beth corto <laughs> beth corto looks like she wants to leave her own apartment right now it became you know came on before transformers on channel 29 yeah, I, watch, I watched transformers that, Weren't that. you in like Mexico or Guatemala around that time or something? I have never been to either hey, of those countries. <laughs> Colombia. <Punk>. Colombia. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Dave. So My bad. for the book club, we were gonna read some Buffy the Vampire Slayer by the Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. Um, after much discussion and lack of planning, we went with the first trade from season eight. Is that what is that technically what it's called? Season yes. eight. Yes. To preface, I have never watched an episode of Buffy outside of the quiet episode. Whatever, hush. Which, hush. Look out. I almost just jumped me. Not, Jeez, it's really. not entirely Man. true. I saw on your Netflix when I was at your house that you that watched. That was you. A, you watched. No, no, because someone had watched about a third of the first episode. Okay, that, and was, that was me. I did quit. It was awful. The first season is not good. Yeah, the first season you can't. Every show. I tried to watch Star Trek recently and it was like, oh, no, the first season's not that good. Yeah, start, start yeah, later. later. Waste your time to get through it, and then yeah. maybe you'll fall Get out of here with that. You could start with Voyager in the first season what? for Star Trek. What about Deep Space Nine? That one actually turned out to be pretty good Not in retrospect. Not on Netflix streaming. Well, yeah, it is. Nah. Deep Space Nine? The one I guarantee you, go on your iPad right now, it is. Why do I have to go on the iPad? Start watching I'm recording The only reason on I know is, is when I got home for Dale's at 5 o'clock this morning. Adult sleepover. Three I, uh, <laughs> what just happened right now? I don't know. I, uh, I watched the first Peek episode of DS9. All right, which is the one with the Delroy Lindo-ish captain? That's Deep Space Nine. Yeah. I, s- I could have sworn as of last week that is not I think on it's Netflix. A recent, I think it's a recent edition. <sighs> All right, so... This is not Buffy. Buffy, yeah. Yeah, sorry. the vampire slayer. Who wants to set the stage for what's happening uh, in this arc? I think Superfan. Not Superfan, Superfan uh, does not look excited it. about giving a description about it. I, c- I can summarize. All right. So season seven of the show ended with Buffy blowing up her hometown in an effort to close the Hellmouth. What a dummy. Yeah. Classic. Well, you know, you got to close the Hellmouth every now and then. Uh, I have no idea what the Hellmouth is. It's where all the demons come out. Okay. All right. Um, so season eight opens with this whole new world of slayerdom where the vampire slayers there used to be only one every time 
uh, one died, another one would appear. Now there's about 1,800. Good heavens. In an effort to close the Hellmouth, Buffy activated all of the girls who were potential slayers. She got a magic axe to do it. It was pretty awesome. Um, So this one shows how they're doing the training. You are so lost. (laughs) You wish you had a magic axe. (laughs) She's carrying it on the issue. First cover of the first issue. There it is. That's a magic magic axe. axe. Makes sense now why she's carrying that axe. It does. I was curious about that. How much this makes sense if you don't know all of the Buffy lore from seven seasons. I'm ready to tell you how much sense it made. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do it. Tell me. None. None. None? The first four issues and I literally needed another computer to have Wikipedia up at all times. This really? is the worst comic for any new reader to read and wants to really? get into Buffy. It's awful. They I was really hoping that they'd give you a le- at least a little bit of a baseline. No. You know, a little bit, things. but how many times no. can they mention a thrice wise without giving me a goddamn oh, explanation as to what the, the F you're talking time. about? Yeah, yeah. I'd never even heard of that I before. Heard of that. I mean, I'm yeah. assuming it's just some sort of demon. I think it's a witch. Oh, perhaps. And why the sister is huge? Because she because slept with she, a thrice wife. And she wanted attention and subconsciously made herself giant. Yep. This um, makes no sense to me, Mary. You're well, you're talking. <laughs> they uh, said it in the book. Yeah. I mean, all right. No. So Did you guys actually so read the book? Yes. Look at the yes, I right, read it. So back to the summary. It's all raining in here, folks. All right. Super fan, continue. So there's new evil afoot and some <laughs> old evil afoot, um, including the return of Amy, who is a big witch bad guy from the television series. And Warren, who was just a nerd who had some issues, and the witch, uh, who's best friends with Buffy, skinned him alive. Yes. Yeah. That so information bad. could have been useful in he, the book. They, right. they, they did show you kind of. The they did explain it in the book. I don't remember that really. James. In the beginning of the third issue, James, James obviously man. doesn't remember yeah. that. James is not a fan. In uh, the beginning of the third issue, they tell you yeah, they show exactly when she yeah. did it. Yeah, when I read this. It felt like I literally skipped ten issues where Buffy woke up in some kind of dream state. Mm-hmm. She what did. Ha- what happened in between an issue where she, she was, was like being tied to kidnapped. the bed, and I was like, "Did I, am I reading the wrong issue here? Yeah, Anyone I else that too. feel out of place?" I, that, yeah. Well, Joss Whedon does that a lot in the show. Where he, he just puts you in F random you in places, yeah, and you kind of have to work your way back to where you were. Yeah, a big part of the whole Slayer mythology is that she has these prophetic dreams where but, she knows what's going on because she's part of this big. Um, worldwide cycle of slayers. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what he was trying to do with that. I think it just—if you don't know what's going on, you're you're not going to get oh that. Oh God! Yeah. I mean, I was l- so lost in that. The reason I was so lost is because the the issue before that ends with like a big reveal. I think it was the skinned alive guy, maybe yeah. or Amy. And then the very next issue is like a mission where sh- it's not really a mission and she's asleep. Yeah, and I'm like, what is and this? There's Amy's like over top of her or something. Amy and, and broke the, into the, where they were. The preview uh, text in front of every issue is identical. Yeah. yeah. So you could jump into the third issue and it's the same previously. So it's like, and it's like this issue takes place after season season seven of the television series. That doesn't help anybody. <laughs> hey, who Joss, wants to read. maybe a little yeah. more text to help a brother out. <laughs> maybe um, maybe watch the show. Yeah. Maybe. Give it a shot. You know. Um, some other points. Um. Did you like all the shout-outs to other comics that the occurred? Yeah, it was kind of chuck- I chuckled a few times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Nick Fury one was kind of yeah. funny. I like that one. Great um, Muppety Odin. Yes. Yeah, there was a couple <laughs> I say the nay lines, which I was like, yeah, all right, I get it. I could picture, because that helped me picture, like, a show on the CW. The CW. You know what I mean? Like, this is WB days. WB. CWB. Well, w and the, WB and then the CW. They ended on the CW. That's true. But you know what I meant. An awful, yeah. low-budget show. 
with awful CGI. And then the chick, the, chick, the chick from 24 is in it, right? That's the chick from 24. Is that the one or the one from American Pie? American Alison Pie. Hannigan? Yeah. Maybe. Alison Hannigan is not Willow. on 24. But yeah, she is in Buffy. She's okay. And H-I-M-Y-M. I kind of could tell the, yes. f- the resemblance on the drawing yeah. that that was her. And Sarah Michelle Gellar as Buffy and... Oh, that's who that is? Yeah, just a, just a little bit. You seemed confused for the beginning of this. I am yeah. very... I can listen, tell. for someone who hasn't watched a show, this is very confusing. I was hoping it would be, like, uh, pretty informative and not just kind of a high five to people that watched every episode 12 Well, times. think about it. If you were picking up on the eighth season of any show... What would I pick up if Buffy um, was out, though? No, I'm saying, like, any television show. If you just started on the eighth season, right. you would kind of assume that you had I would totally what do was something like that. On. You totally would, and I did... <laughs> But I would just—I was just thinking that you know this is a, a continuation of the series, and maybe you know I've seen a few episodes, but I want to get into the comic. I thought maybe there would be a little informative on some kind of you know wink, wink, nudge, nudge character moments. The good thing is if you can actually stomach it to read the next part of it, it does—it goes into a completely different storyline that doesn't reference as much as the show. I this, love this, it already. This one references a lot to the show to kind of connect it to season seven, which was the point I think of this first. Issue, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that that kind of makes sense. It was a complete love letter to people who watch the show. Yeah. But I guess we're, as comic readers, we're just so ingrained the fact that most comics are written to be kind of accessible and being able to be picked up at any point. Right. Um, it's a little off-putting, but uh, I can totally see that it was. I mean, he really stuck to his word and say, "This is picture this as a TV show, just in comic form, and this is season eight of that TV show." Yeah. You know, the artist uh, did a few issues of Deadpool back in the day. George Gianti, is that his name? Yeah, is? I loved his art in this in this run, hmm. actually. I, uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on, the, on this uh, book, Jonesy? Well, all right, I'll give you a little bit of my own Buffy backstory. Uh, I fell in love with Joss when he did his run on Astonishing yeah. X-Men. Yeah. Uh, you know, incredible work of art. Astonishing X-Men comics. <laughs> I understood. So, uh, <laughs> When, a couple months ago, when we kind of were throwing the idea of Buffy kicking around before we got serious about scheduling, you know, it became available on Netflix. So I started going back and watching. And, you know, the problem with, with Joss Whedon, which isn't a problem for some people, is that when he's writing other people's characters, he that he's at his best. He can take a character's voice and make it the funniest, most relevant thing you've ever thought a character could say. But his own work is steeped in so much mythology it's easy to get lost in the middle because he references he's like the grant morrison of referencing his Mm -hmm. own stuff Mm. like you have to remember that in you know in episode 11 that we found out that uh xander harris loved you know sergeant fury and then you get you know an extra chuckle when you read it in issue one, but like I don't remember all that, and I just got done watching the series. Like he, <laughs> like he must have like the mentalist style, you know, like room where he's got all the threads tied together with people's pictures, and he's got this grandiose uh, continuity going it's not, on. It's not a word. He's got people uh, that do that for him now. <laughs> yeah, he probably has an intern. <laughs> probably has a Farrington to do it for him. Um, but and I, the other thing I really disliked about this book is what I loved about the show. The show, I thought was a supernatural element but all the conflict was reality based you know even in season seven which is my least favorite you know you kind of have buffy trying to be almost a single mom helping to raise her sister and she's got these real world problems 
and just this kind of like kooky supernatural stuff she's going to do on the side. And to see season eight be totally the supernatural stuff, it, it kind of loses that what made it great for me. Like, I don't want to read that Buffy is like the mil- military general behind her own group of slayers. I want to read about the the young woman who's got a tough life and, on the, you know, on the side, she's got to kill demons. Like, that's what made the show great for me. And this totally takes a left turn and it kind of leaves me at that turn going, well, why, you know, who decided we would do this? You know, I, right. as a fan, it kind of, it takes it away from what makes me like the series. Mm. Well said, Jonesy. Yeah, it was. was was Stop clock, you know what I mean? What happened in the scene where she had to be kissed to wake up? Did anyone kiss her, or did she just wake up? One of the female slayers. Yeah, I don't know who. You don't find out until a few episodes. Who did it? Tell me. Sergeant Fury? Tell me right now. You have to read it. Don't spoil it. You have to read it. You've got to stick with it for the lesbians. It was Fury, wasn't it? Nothing. Lesbianism is big got an iPad in the Buffy anyway. universe. Is it? Oh, yeah. 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 Willow's a lesbian. Which one's Willow? Oh, the one from 24? She's the one from still hasn't been on 24. She's the one from yeah. H-I-M-Y-M. Yeah. Hashtag. Oh, How I met your mother. That. Get out of here with that hashtag. Him wimps. Hymen. Is that just in one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. Season 104. Great show. It just hit syndication, awesome. I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Just hit it. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. You should. Um, what a great discussion on Buffy. Is it still going on season nine? Season eight? I think season eight just ended. How many yeah. issues was it? Was it 12? No. no it, was it was more than that. It was a lot. Like it was like 30. And they've had spin-offs for yeah. Angel and Spike too. Hmm. Yeah, who's the mystery character that was uh, shown? Was it Sp- Angel? Which what mystery character? character? I don't know. He's wearing boots. Leather boots. Ethan Rain. Oh, yeah. oh Ethan Rain. He's um, a Somebody warlock? else we don't know. Slim. I believe he is a warlock. Yeah, he's he a warlock. was an old friend of Giles. What he's actor played him in the show? I don't know. Anderson Cooper? Is that the dude no. with the green face and the two horns? No. no. That's, no, that's, that's the dude that got shot. That's my favorite character. Is that Lorne from Angel? Yes. Oh, he's yeah. the only reason I watched that show I remember after a while. when I would get up for work and the TNT would be on, like, he would always be on TNT at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Green Man uh, Karaoke bar Where demons sing That was the best thing ever I could have been that guy In an alternate life He's still good Dream big wonder how he does In the sunlight um, So I don't know What I was going to say I just forgot uh, Yeah your Buffy, name maybe? Yeah how many What's the season That has the um, The Hush episode Season four, four. Four, yeah. It's the first year of college. Yes, yeah. For the That's Sunnydale gang. Episode. It is. Well, that's why they got nominated. Yeah. Didn't they get? Didn't they sing one episode too? That yes. Was in season six. six. I feel like every show gets a musical episode. At some that point. musical episode is awesome. I, I have didn't. Uh, didn't. Yeah. Uh, I, I know. Dawson's Creek have a mu- musical episode. Sure. The Creek. That was that was a show. Why didn't they do a comic book on that show? You're here of uh, Team they Edward. Might, actually, I'm Team Pacey. I'd read that. I can't believe Pacey got with. Um, Got with her at the end of that he show. Couldn't I, was pretty, that? I was pretty pissed How off. How did this turn Why into Dawson's Creek? Yeah, this is not Dawson's Creek. I wanted to talk about kind of. Dawson's Creek because it's obviously the better WB show. <laughs> if we want to get real about it, Kevin Williamson. Um, I don't want to wait. No. We got your letters. I'm gonna open them up. Farrington's gonna read them to, to you. Letters at paperkeg.com. Um, we read your letters, no matter how crappy or brilliant they are. Try to keep them short. 
I saw we got some short ones this week, which I was appreciative of. But keep those yeah. iTunes reviews long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Mark isn't here. He usually reads the letters. Yeah. Uh, he's gone. You know, he thinks he's above and beyond. Yeah. Okay, now. Maybe Beth Corto will be our new, you know, recurring black aloof host. I am aloof. You certainly are. I could be black. <laughs> you don't Just know. Self-tanning. Yeah. Jonesy, what kind of letters do we get this week? We got quite a few letters. Okay. And uh, I'll be reading them <laughs> to you, gang. Uh, since uh, Farrington got a corporate bailout. <laughs> left us high and dry. Golden parachute. <laughs> this first letter comes to us from Daniel from Hotlanta. Gang, really enjoyed your thoughts on Secret Wars. It may be time to read the Clone Saga for a book club. Ooh. Mm. What do you think? Man, we have, oh, to, we have to get. Also, a, go ahead. We have to get a couple good books in there <laughs> first. Also, I like Paper Keg West, but wish Timmy Wood would get a new mic or something. He seems like a really funny cat, but I just can't hear him. Hmm. Yeah, Paper Keg Dale from Atlanta. Paper Keg West, our sister podcast. Beth Corta, have you listened to that yet? Not at all. No. We uh, definitely recommend you email. All, I mean, the guys over there—they like to hear the stuff. They—they—they they, uh, they have their own. They can email. take it. So to email them West at. Paperkeg.com. Yeah, send it their way. They like to be trolled. They I love it. Tr- they the, the, clone, the Clone Saga. Beth Court, do you ever read The Clone Saga, Spider-Man? What do you think? Um, Best guess. It's, uh, it's very Buffy-like. You know, you you find out that Peter Parker's been a clone the whole time, and there's another guy called Ben Riley, who's mm-hmm. the real Spider-Man. Sounds like I get behind that. Yeah, absolutely. It's Sounds terrible. Like a thrice-wise no, kind of situation. No. Yeah, I think they say thrice-wise 50 times in the yeah. first <laughs> couple of issues. Is there a issues. giant? No. I want a giant. No. But Spider-Man does wear a hoodie, and that's kind of redeeming. It's pretty awesome. It's true. Maybe we should read the Clone Saga. I, I would read is it. Is that available digitally? I don't think so. All right. Okay. You got the dream job. Make happen, you know what? Bro. I'm just asking a question. You're metagaming. 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 You don't even know what you're saying. I don't. I thought you were talking about a Star Wars comic. So did you I. said the Clone Saga. Really? I was, the, I was with that's, you. That's the Clone Wars. Beth Corto, I'm going to ask you to leave your own apartment right now. I didn't say it first. Next letter. Next letter from Tommy <laughs> from Richboro County. Paper keg. You boys going to be in NYCC? Oh, yeah. I know Slim will be there, but he is a fathead sellout. I care God. more about the other fatheads on the show. Just <laughs> not that dope Mark. Hit me up on Twitter. Signed, Tommy from Tommy. Richboro County. What's his Twitter? Did he leave he his does Twitter? not reveal oh. his Twitter yeah. handle. Tommy. He says, dummy. Hit me up on the Twitter. Tommy, you're a dummy. I hope your Twitter name is Dummy. <laughs> We will be at NYCC. Yes. Most All likely, the fatheads will be there. Drinking with the stars, so we may or may not have time for you know, the dregs of But Tommy, uh, act now, and you can take a picture with my quaff affair when you get to NYCC. Uh, I'm free for the there. first 50 people. Hashtag quaff. Quaff. Uh, next letter from Leslie from Toronto, Canadian listener. Whoa, I know. I know. We don't need uh, Mark. Well, he's not here, but I'm going to read it to him anyway. Yeah. With the... <laughs> Mark, with the girls being on the show this week, is this the first time you've ever seen a woman in real life? If so, would you care to have sex with them on the air? My Monday, my Monday drive sucks pretty bad. Do we have to say Love this? Leslie Seriously. from Tonka. This is a woman who is sending sure? this letter, by the way. Leslie could Leslie be a man. Could be I'm imagining she's it's a woman. It's Canada. Okay? You don't know what's going on up there. Leslie, so, uh, Leslie Nielsen? Dale underscore is playing the part of Mark Farrington right now. Mark, <laughs> would you like to uh, to fornicate with these lovely women so As, that uh, her drive can get better? This is the character. This is Dale, no longer Mark. I feel uncomfortable answering any sort of question <laughs> like that. So. Thank you, Dale. Uh, Thanks for the email of Leslie. <laughs> this uh, email goes out to me from Ursula. 
from Fake Shade Falls. Does she uh, wrote Fake Shade? No, West Shade Falls. <laughs> <laughs> Which will come out first, your comic book or my first grandchild? Also, will be on Comicsology, your comic, not my grandchild. Signed, Ursula. Uh, I can only hope that our comic will be on Comicsology. You know, they have. She uh, could be a grandmother, though. Yeah, you, you don't know. know how old Ursula is. You know, it's I true. might drop dead before the grandkid comes. So, That's you right. know, but I hope in the meantime that Brad and I get on Comicsology. Great exposure. And we have been in. You know, somebody here might work for tomorrow. You know, if you guys can get maybe three issues in the can, maybe we can work something out. See, Who knows? You heard it here, folks. Roll <laughs> contract. Yeah. Check this audio <laughs> in 10 years when the first issue is finished. There won't even be audio in 10 years. It'll just be directly beamed into your brains. Uh, last letter. Dear Buffy Keg, have some more chicks on the show or start your own show with chicks only. <laughs> Love, Jennifer from Gainsborough. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Thanks. So. Maybe Jennifer? we should do. Maybe yeah. we should do. Uh, Did uh, she say anything about me in there? Or? Ladies' no. Keg. Uh, yeah. Jennifer uh, specifically said, "Don't say anything about Dale." Oh, she she yes. At Mandy Boone on the ladies' specifically. Yes. yes. Super Lady Keg. What? She could be our superhero faction of the ladies' Keg. She could. Maybe you guys c- could get your own mixer, and maybe we could do a Lady Keg. You know, what would Man. you guys talk about I, every week? You could just keep producing it. Um, <laughs> we would talk about puppies. The same. Oh, the same four indie comics they read every Rainbows. week. Right. Um, but I read iZombie. I take it back. That's it. That show sounds terrible. It would be awesome. Let's be honest. Weren't you, you supposed to do? Weren't you supposed to do a Phillies podcast? Yeah, Phillies nuts. And then they broke <laughs> my heart. What was the other? You had a couple other good Currently podcast ideas, one. but I can't remember what they were. Yeah, I think one was about my shoes. <laughs> Shoes cast, shoe cast. Wow! It would have to be a video podcast at that point. Yeah, well, I, I'm pretty descriptive wow. with the you know with the words. I think I it. Yeah, I think a shoe cast without pictures would be better. A shoe fan would want to look at the shoes. Yeah, that's true. What else could I? But it's theater of the mind. About? All right, so this one's in the wind column. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I don't know if anyone has ever done a, a podcast about shoes, so that could be the trend setting. Great I'm show. gonna do it. You guys all look out for it. Look I can't wait to subscribe to that. And never listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have the subscribers <laughs> then, wouldn't we? Uh, thanks for hosting uh, us in your studio. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Beth Corto. Super Beth, fan Corto. Right. <laughs> right here. Classic. Yep. Mary Sale. Yes, sir. The breakout star of this episode. I loved it. Uh, Jonesy loves beer. Hey. As the sun going. went down, huh? You're, you're, Finally. Oh, you're still alive. I, uh, I did not burst into flames. Uh, and Dale... Sorry, guys, I'm sorry uh, for skipping you. He's a rock. Like he's the rock of the show. We'll be talking about it after the show. Right. We'll see everybody next week. Colombian.